Welcome to the weekly Bitcoin.com news show. My name is Corbin Fraser. Today's Friday, April 2nd, 2021. Will Bitcoin be banned by governments? It's the age-old question. Since Bitcoin's inception, the fear that it may be banned has been perhaps the most consistently offered FUD there is. FUD, of course, being fear, uncertainty, or doubt that leads to people selling their Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies. So when a guy like Ray Dalio throws his hat into the ring on this issue, as he did this week, Bitcoiners pay attention. For those who don't know, Ray Dalio is the co-founder and chief investment officer of Bridgewater Associates, an asset management firm with about $140 billion in assets under management. Perhaps more importantly, Dalio is a super smart guy, and he's very well respected in the Bitcoin community as well as the wider financial community. Specifically, he's known as an expert on long-term debt cycles. A debt cycle, which by the way, is the cycle of continually borrowing that leads to increased debt increase in costs, and eventual default. Dalio has tracked debt cycles historically going back hundreds of years and publishing his findings in a book, YouTube series, as well as on LinkedIn, which is his social media preferred platform. Now, the really interesting thing is over the last few years, Dalio has been ringing the alarm on our current debt cycle whenever he gets the chance. You may have seen him on CNBC, CNN, and so on. Basically, what he's been saying is we're coming to the end of a long-term debt cycle. And when that happens, well, it's not good. Historically, it's meant the fall of empires, the outbreak of wars, and the hyperinflation of currencies. As you may have noticed by now, many of these issues are the same things Bitcoiners talk about frequently. In fact, Bitcoiners have for years been pointing to Dalio's work, saying, look, this guy, he gets it. And actually, a lot of Bitcoiners have been begging Dalio to provide his stance on Bitcoin. Since he's a champion of hard money, they assumed he'd eventually come around as a Bitcoin supporter himself. But he didn't. And in an interview on Yahoo Finance on Wednesday, he stated there was a good probability of the government outlawing Bitcoin. He went on, Every country treasures its monopoly on controlling the supply and demand. They don't want other monies to be operating or competing because things can get out of control. Now, the stance, rather predictably, led to some strong responses from prominent Bitcoiners. Some actually went so far as to accuse Dalio of market manipulation. Obviously, Dalio is just spreading FUD, was their argument, so he could get his hands on Bitcoin at a lower price. Of course, that accusation is pretty outlandish, especially when directed to a respected guy like Ray, like Ray Dalio. Nevertheless, Dalio's comments renewed the age-old debate. Perhaps the most common response to governments banning FUD is that, well, it can't be banned. And that was the stance that was put forward by Gemini co-founder Cameron Winklevoss, one of the Winklevoss twins, who replied to Dalios by writing, Bitcoin may have similar properties to gold, but outlawing decentralized software is a much different problem. It requires you to essentially outlaw the internet. Another common argument is that governments just won't ban it. Reason being, it's already too deeply entrenched in the system, kind of like the Uber effect. For example, as we've previously reported, Goldman Sachs announced that it sees huge institutional demand for cryptocurrency. Then there's Visa's CEO, uh, who anticipates Bitcoin becoming extremely mainstream. In fact, it seems pretty much every day there's more news of institutional adoption. So in this respect, Dalio seems to be out of step with many of these other institutional investors. But what do you think? Will Bitcoin be banned by governments? Or is it just more FUD? Can Bitcoin put an end to debt cycles once and for all? Or will the end of the debt cycle spell disaster for Bitcoin? We'd love to hear your thoughts, so please leave a comment below. And let's see if we can get the debate going on this very contentious issue. The Securities and Exchange Commission's fight against Ripple Labs continues as a U.S. judge has directed both parties to hold a discovery conference next week on Tuesday. Ripple's lawyers had argued that the SEC refused to produce requested documents pertaining to the charges and that the regulator failed to provide a single document concerning Bitcoin 
or Ether, two virtual currencies that are closely analogous to XRP. The lawyers also allege that the SEC failed to produce internal documents that relate to XRP's legal status. Following the judge's order, supporters of Ripple on Twitter praised the judge's decision, which is widely believed to help the fintech firm's case. Let us know if you are part of the XRP Nation. What are your stances on this uh, ongoing debate, which has been going on forever? I know that I've seen on Twitter many people on uh, in the Ripple camp have been very much in support of trying to get XRP relisted on several exchanges, but uh, haven't had a whole lot of luck recently. The Fed plans to unveil digital dollar prototypes in July. So the Federal Reserve is actively working on a central bank digital currency, and some prototypes are near completion. The Federal Reserve Bank of Boston and MIT plan to unveil two prototypes of a digital dollar as early as July. There are still major issues that the Fed, the Treasury, and Congress have to hash out before a digital dollar becomes a reality, but an official said that they think it's important that development continues before the policy debate and that the Fed would only adopt a digital dollar with the support of the Congress, the administration, and widespread support from the public. The administration has yet to announce an official position on the technology, but it's clear that the Federal Reserve is pursuing this project with a high level of urgency in the wake of crypto's growing popularity. I find this story very fascinating since these centrally controlled um, central bank digital currencies have been coming up more and more in the news lately with China several other countries looking at them more wholeheartedly. Uh, it's very interesting to observe that the Fed, the Federal Reserve, the, the, big, the big dog in, uh, in global reserve currencies are actually considering this as a, an option. So it'll be interesting to hear about the tech behind it, but more importantly, whether it's actually going to proceed. PayPal enables cryptocurrency payments at millions of stores with Checkout with Crypto launch. So PayPal launched their Checkout with Crypto service, allowing consumers to make payments at millions of merchants using cryptocurrencies. This is the first time you can seamlessly use cryptocurrencies in the same way as a credit card or debit card inside your PayPal wallet, said PayPal CEO. Currently, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Litecoin, and Ethereum are supported in the PayPal wallet, and the company is planning on extending crypto support to all of its 29 million merchants around the world in coming months. PayPal's crypto payment service launched following Elon Musk's Tesla accepting BTC as a means of payments for its cars. While Tesla techno king Musk said that his company will keep all of the BTC payments without converting them, PayPal merchants will receive payout in fiat currency. As we reported earlier, Visa is also working to allow Bitcoin payments at 70 million stores, so it's looking more and more that the era of mass adoption of cryptocurrency is very much upon us. I think this PayPal story is one of the most interesting ones because it does get people within the crypto community to kind of snuff their nose at and say, eh, they're just converting it into fiat, it's no big deal. But it's a pretty big deal if you have this many stores that can suddenly accept cryptocurrency. It does make the ability to hold cryptocurrency, even if it is in this custodial manner through PayPal's wallet, it still makes it useful to ordinary Joes. Um, granted, yes, uh, using a custodial wallet is not really part of the ethos of Bitcoin and part of the ethos of cryptocurrency. We at Bitcoin.com do always support the idea of encouraging people to hold their cryptocurrency in a non-custodial wallet. You can, of course, try a non-custodial wallet like ours, the Bitcoin.com wallet, which supports Bitcoin and Bitcoin Cash. And I think what we're seeing here, though, is that big institutional financial services companies are looking at cryptocurrency and saying, how can we use this? How can we grow our business using this technology that clearly people want? 
Now the hope, of course, for myself and many others is that they might dabble in custodial and eventually offer more non-custodial later. But from a regulatory standpoint, custodial wallets probably do offer them a little bit more ability to control things to prevent any fraudulent behavior, any risk, any uh, things that you know often are touted as risks of cryptocurrency users. But I think this whole news cycle that we're seeing is very much interesting in the sense that it's a lot of good news recently. So let us know in the comments, what do you think about the news this week? Are you guys feeling bullish or bearish? The prices seem to be hinting that we're heading towards uh, some good news, which is always a good sign for potential price speculators. So let us know in the comments. Be sure to like, subscribe, and uh, be sure to hit the bell notification icon as well, which will allow you to get notified next time we post a video, which we do on a weekly basis around the end of the week. So thank you again, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.